Hey Miley, we need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Woman, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Woman Get In Podcast. My name is Miley. And I am Mandy. And we are happy that you are with us this week. We're happy. Yes. This week. Yes. Easter week. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That thing. (laughs) Or if you're Mandy and Miley, you're just now wrapping up the uh, Lunar New Year celebration. Oh, right. Yes, because Mandy gifted me a $2 bill, which is very, very good luck for the new year. It's been gifted to you for a long time, just not actually in your possession. Or that I knew about it. I yeah. it's just been there. I yeah. just I just found out about it today. It's You're here all the time. And yeah. every day you leave, I walk through my room and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Cause it's sitting <laughs> and, right there. And I got a football cookie today. Because you're such a football fan. Yeah. Maybe it'll be good juju so that I can finally make it to a Cardinals game. Mother was like, oh, is anyone playing today? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know there's no football. Not for a few more months. Thank no. goodness. We get oh. the summer off. Yes. Yes. But we are uh, busy with the soccer season and the baseball mm. seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Baseball's a lot less annoying to me than football. I'm not a fan oh, of football. Interesting. Okay. The whole season know. of football. Bleh. Ah, I see. I see. Okay. Bleh. Very fast paced for me. And football? it's like, yeah, like, Isn't like it's like what your mom said too. Well, yeah, she says it's much more exciting than baseball or she soccer. Baseball is boring. What I don't know about soccer? soccer. I don't know how she feels about soccer, but baseball is yeah. boring. Uh, how was the vegan social? It was good. It was without incident. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, is it usually with incident? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there are incidents, Ah, but this time was without Oh, I'm very happy for you. I mean, there's always something, but it was, it's Easter weekend. It's Passover. Was it packed? Like, was there a difference? Did you see a difference with it being Easter weekend? Yes. It was quieter. Oh, okay. It was quiet. It was, um, like there was a little bit of a crowd kind of coming out early, but it was so hot. Mm. And the way we had the street structured, all of us tent vendors Mm-hmm. Like all the baked goods people were facing the sun. So we were all struggling and cranky about it. And this is at the new place, right? Yeah, this so is our new location. You're probably feeling out how to remap things well, based on the sun. Because the, the summer months are here now. So I can go ahead and complain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after last month when it was starting to get a little bit warm, I said to him, I said, you're going to want to flip the street. Like we need to be on the other side. These people, everybody has with this kind of food over here like they're in a food truck Mm. like it really doesn't matter which way they face they have awnings over their windows etc i'm like but all of us would really prefer the sun at our back because we have walls that can put up you know we drop behind the tent you can't drop a wall in front of your tent and this we literally face west and where it is right now it's just beams straight into all of our tents so we're all like a getting sunburned and b trying not to let our product get destroyed yeah yeah, so it was oh, slow man. in the beginning. I didn't even put everything out until almost six. Like I put uh-huh. a couple of sample packs out just so people uh-huh. could see what yeah. I had. But it was, gosh, quarter to six before I even, like 45 minutes into the event before I even set everything out because and the sun the was low enough. the event is scheduled from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m.? Yeah. Will it be that way for the summer months? 
no 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 we will do may we don't do the summer ah okay got so you. we'll do may and then i'm on the i'm on the fence about may uh we'll see the how he turns in the layout to the city and then i'll decide if i'm going uh-huh. and i mean the the may one is mother's day weekend so oh. i could be just as busy doing custom order stuff and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not really miss going um so yeah i might do that but um yeah we face it and it's just oh we don't do the summer months we come back in september oh okay good because i was thinking i was like oh yeah oh no that's hot i mean some people do summer events but are there any i mean, I mean there's farmers that you might do no in the summer well, no yeah coming up no just custom orders yeah custom and i'll make my own events like mm-hmm. make my own pop-ups and specials and yeah hmm well i'm excited for you yeah me too i'm house dog sitting for tess again this summer Oh, yes, Tess. Yeah. With no cat. No I cat. Feel so bad for Tess and no cat. No cat, which means it's only half the headache. Oh, but the cat was such a good cat. Got into was his he? bag by itself. Remember the last time? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, the first he time jumps- it didn't, it was whining all the way from here to Flagstaff. Oh, but- he jump into the carrier, yeah. but he yeah. fucking hates being in the car. <laughs> He screams the whole time. I know. I'm not kidding. He never stops screaming. It's like 80% of the moments he screams. Maybe he just needs to be desensitized. After two and a half hours, it is. Desensitized. It's it's some sort of torture to listen to that for that long. (laughs) He doesn't cry with them because they don't put him in a carrier. Ah. Or didn't. Put him in a carrier. But anyways, I did talk to her about using her Flagstaff house, so we'll see. But that's months away. It's like three plus months out oh okay well what about you did you do anything for easter no i'm i've been sleeping as much as i can <laughs> i haven't slept very much the last week and a half i oh yeah think it's one of the reasons why it's kind of affected my moodiness are you coming off of the course i said i'm only halfway through the course oh my god and then i'm teaching i'm teaching two classes at the same time plus running clinic and i'm not like i'm i'm I don't know if anybody listens to this <laughs> bot episode. So I got to be careful what I say. But, you know, it's hard being all of the things. Yeah. It's impossible. Like, it's hard when people don't know how to draw the line between, like, friends outside of work and actually listening to me when I'm your director. Like, it's really hard. Like, I, it's, I, I'm struggling. Well, I, apparently, my emotional IQ is, is challenged right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know how to manage people. Without them getting mad at me as a friend, if that makes sense. So I'm struggling, but that's okay. It'll be fine. Say, as a manager or director, my my stance on that was always that I wasn't managing people. I was managing energy. Mm, I like that. And if I could direct the energy into, a, I don't know, a more positive or a, a certain out, outlook, like point everybody towards the outcome that we desire as a team that tended to you're very good at it thank you so unless you put me in the sun ah at an event yes then i'm gonna manage that energy (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna direct the energy of all my fellow people who are also baking in the sun against you yes we'll bring your house down on a on a on a much brighter note speaking of the sun (laughs) it's finally summer you know i it is finally summer and uh I'm wearing I'm wearing shorts. Your shorts. I give those to you. Yes, you did. How cute. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. 
On a brighter note, my legs are bare. (laughs) (laughs) I I have been, I've been doing a laser treatment for the last like 10 months. Oh my gosh. And it's actually really, really nice. I'm like, ooh, my laser treatment's paying off now. Let me feel your leg. Let me feel your leg. Do you love it? I have not shaved. I haven't shaved in like two weeks. That's amazing. Do you love that? You can kind of feel a little bit of it for two weeks. It's pretty good. Yeah. You would never know that. Yeah. You would think like a day. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's something. I'm not sure. Yeah. So you, you, you and I had talked about this like maybe a couple years ago. So I think last summer I I was on this kick about taking better care of myself. Mm. So I invested money on laser treatment and monthly massages, which I had (laughs) to stop a couple months ago because I just got too busy and maybe that's why I'm cranky too. I think I'm cranky lately because I haven't been able to take care of myself and I get really, I'm just like, maybe I'm mad at myself. So then therefore I'm mad at the world because I'm not taking care of myself. So I have to do better. I have to (laughs) (laughs) re-energize. What do you get? There's no trips coming up, fun or work. Uh, For you or for For me? For me. (laughs) I got lots. (laughs) How are we re-energizing? Yeah, I'm not really sure what I'm... I don't know what my game plan is. And maybe that's part of why I'm a little grouchy too. I can't figure out what my game plan is. Usually, you know, you and I are planners. I plan and I maybe I'm I'm cranky because I can't... I've yet to develop a plan on how to get myself back on track with taking care of myself. And because I'm cranky, people keep annoying me. <laughs> have we have we considered where we are in our cycle? <laughs> no, I, no, that was two weeks ago. Are we coming up on a new cranky? Yeah, time? probably. But it's been cranky ever since then, so I don't know. I, I'm in twenty-four seven PMS mode. <laughs> good times it's good yeah. time i don't know what's up with me i mean to slap myself silly i think <laughs> what's up with me there are I supplements think... for that <laughs> i was talking to katie martin her and i are very similar you can push us and push us and we're really kind and nice and patient but then the moment you push it it's like it goes zero to a hundred <laughs> like that there is no in between so like i'll give and give and give and then I'm just depleted and then I just shut down. <laughs> I mean, there has to be an in-between that no, you feel. No, You're, you just like refuse to acknowledge no, it? I don't know what it is. And maybe that's part of why like uh, this week's episode is on me being stubborn because yes. I think I got to a point where I went from really very kind and thoughtful and, 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 and logical. And participating. And, yes. And then, and then just complete 180 or, you know, complete 180 like... Didn't we talk about this in codependency where it's like you give, 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 give without the concern for your own well-being and then all of a sudden you hit a breaking point and it fucking blows up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like it's blown. Oh, maybe it has blown <laughs> don't up. Don't downplay maybe it, it has now. has blown up. I don't know. I just, uh, stubborn. That's the only word I can come up with right now. <laughs> I don't think that's stubborn. As you'll find out in the episode, we talk about stubborn. <laughs> but anyways, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Oh my god, that makes me think. Remember the meme? Remember the yes. meme we had? We talked about this was a whole episode too. Like danger levels of a woman's yeah. attitude. It's like everything's fine. It's okay. It's good. Like and how progressively really worse they are. Find that meme. I would love that meme. We'll find it right now. I'm sure I have it, it saved. <laughs> Especially because I think I've been ta- thinking a lot about our different episodes just because we hit 100 last week. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I remember we talked about this, and I remember how we talked about that. <laughs> I'm I'm betting I have that meme saved somewhere. Uh, it's yeah. classic. But uh, other than that, I mean, 
a lot happening. I'm just gonna hang tight for the next uh, five weeks, and then, then yeah, that's it. <laughs> and what does that mean? That sounds really cryptic. Five more weeks, and then that's it. That's all. Uh, looking at all my options. I am so excited for you right now. We're gonna we go. See. I don't know. We're gonna do so many things. <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna fly. And you're gonna yeah. take me places. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Oh, my God. Then we're going to put a little money more tax on that map of yours that Shireen gave you. Well, you're not allowed to fly that far. <laughs> and, and I might be able not be able to fly us, but we can definitely jump on a commercial airplane and get places. That's fair. Yeah. Look at all our options. <laughs> all available resources. Number one lesson you learn when you're flying. I just want Miley to fly me to Sedona for lunch. Yeah. See, that's um, that's that's scary. Why? But I'll work on it. Oh, what about Tucson? Tucson's definitely it's Sedona it's because we land on yeah it's tiny it's a short runway and you it's essentially on a little uh plateau right and so you could yeah and then because of all of the different mountains around there's a lot of wind changes it's a vortex yeah and so you never know when you're going to get updrafts or downdrafts and when the air is going to push you down or push you up and you know I I don't know if our first trip <laughs> to Sedona should be me flying us. Okay. We'll you go with someone to... much more experienced than me just well, to be you sure. You can fly me to Tucson. There's a vegan yeah, bakery yeah. down there oh, that I would sweet. love to. Hit. We can leave real early. Oh, lovely cuz the back... weather is best in the morning. We can grab a breakfast and and some lunch and then Let's fly go. back for I would love that. Before Let's dinner. Go. Yes. So. We can hit your old alma mater, do a little hike. Juve, yeah. <laughs> but if we get lost, we'll ask for directions. Where would we get lost? Well, just because like you're experienced down in state parks and some other oh, places. I don't. We would do a hike, you know. Yes. We'll go with, oh, we can do Seven Falls. That's really pretty. Yeah. Isn't there a lemon down there too? There's a Mount Lemon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, that sounded just like a Miley comment. Oh my goodness. I was like, there's some kind of lemon. There's something, something lemon, lemon something. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like here it's called, there's like Piestawa Peak. So I wasn't sure if it's a mountain or a peak or a trail or, you know what I mean? Like there's all those different terms for everything. Right. Yes. There's Echo Canyon. Yes. Camelback. Yes. Yeah. Mountain. Yes. Mount Lemon. Okay. Yes. Yes. Noted. Yes. Uh-huh. But there's one to a waterfall. Yeah. It's called Seven Falls. Okay. Oh, is that the one you mentioned doing just now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I changed my mind. Let's do that one. <laughs> you don't have to climb very much, which is nice. I'm in. It is a little bit longer. It's it's probably about maybe seven or eight miles round trip. Okay. But when you get there, there's this beautiful like multi-level waterfall. It's called the Seven Falls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. So it'll be fun. And uh, yeah, so we will see anything new and good in your world. New and good. I don't know. It's been such a busy week. I had a lot going on with the events and Easter and orders and just it's been a really busy week. My knee a feels a little better. Yeah, good busy. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. I'm finally getting my hair done this week. Ooh. Oil change. I'm going to San Diego. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. With uh, the new mister. Well, I'm going alone. Oh, but then he's joining you. Yeah. So I'm driving out this week and I'll be there for maybe five days or so. And then yeah. he's flying out. Yeah. And then sneak peek. Make sure you check us out next week. Special oh, guest. Oh, whoa. I totally rhymed right there. Do we want to blow this cover? No, this no, early? no. That I, I'm just letting everybody know. <laughs> sneak peek next week. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is an Easter egg to oh. next week. And how funny that we're recording this on, on Easter. Easter. Yes. Do you know the term Easter egg in movies? No. So Marvel movies will plant something like hinting at the next thing to like come. Like a foreshadow. Yes. Yeah. But people call it an Easter egg? Because it's hidden usually. It's not oh. super obvious. Like an Easter egg hunt, hiding eggs. I don't, I don't know who started it, but I just assume that's why. And that's where it comes from. Oh, Oh. (laughs) didn't know this. Light bulb. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's all. Had the event, did a busy week. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like anything's new. We did get to try a new restaurant out here in town, which was super nice. Oh yeah. Really good food. Downtown at Sin Muerte. Ooh. Yeah. The whole menu is vegetarian. And then they have vegan options. Very good. What's Sin Morte mean? I don't know. I know Muerte. <laughs> I know Muerte means chew. Muerte, this, that's a death, but this one, um, different version, different word. Oh. Well, I, I was know. just saying, I don't know. <laughs> Mastique is, is to chew. It says no death. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. You're right. Yeah. I've, I, something about that. I saw it on their website. I forget what it's. The whole meaning and everything behind it is. It was really good. Oh, good. Yeah. I went to a sandwich place the other day. It was really good, too. Do they have gluten-free? No. (laughs) Is this taking good care of yourself? No. Okay. Just checking. (laughs) So today we're talking about you being stubborn and eating gluten? No. Is that one of your stubborn things? No, I think uh, today we're just talking about me being stubborn. (laughs) And well, not just about me, but ways to overcome stubbornness. Yes. We use me as an example. I don't feel like I'm stubborn, although I'm sure there are people who would disagree. And I'm pretty sure I said that in this episode. So I was thinking ever since we recorded the episode. Did you decide on something I'm stubborn about? No. Oh, okay. I was just thinking sometimes you might think you're stubborn or one, one perspective might be you're stubborn, but another perspective might just be that you're very passionate about something or... Maybe you really, really believe in something. I don't think I view a lot of people as stubborn. I think like if you were to double down on something and I was on a different view, I'd be like, just walk me how you got to that point. All I want to hear is a like a, a, an explanation, like help me understand. Yeah. I think that's why I don't, I don't know. I don't, th- I think if people think I'm being stubborn, it's because they haven't taken a moment or asked me, like yeah. asked to understand what I'm saying. Good point. Yeah. I like it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just hear me out yeah but what if they're not willing to see then they're being stubborn if they're not willing to hear you see, they're not open to influence yeah. we talked oh, about right, that i remember us talking about that now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah uh, well we hope you enjoy the episode yes it's gonna be a good one let's get into it I am a robot. JP's birthday was a couple weeks ago and he's really into robots. So <laughs> I sent him a, an emoji with me singing happy birthday. But then after I sang happy birthday, I was like, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You know, you JP really and I. nice stuff for this guy. Yeah. JP and I, I mean, JP and I. We we first met on Bumble. Yeah. 2019. And we went on a few dates. I really liked him. But then he was like, mm, you're not for me. And I was like, oh, okay. And uh, Is, was then, that the official thing? I thought he was like, I'm not ready to date. That's what he said, too. <sighs> uh, 
yeah, I don't know. Um, well, rather re- whatever, ready to date or okay. not ready to date, I wasn't the person to not date or date or, you know, whatever. Anyways, we've become friends over the years. But when we were dating, he had mentioned that I was stubborn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is... Yeah, it's funny because I saw him this past weekend at the Front Moto Show and it came back up. He was like, because you are stubborn. <laughs> <And <laughs> it's a so full circle. It is. Isn't it funny? Three years later, he still thinks I'm stubborn. Are you? You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Do you think I'm stubborn? Honestly, I don't think I've experienced you in a stubborn way, but different personalities bring out different yeah. sides of us so i can yeah. see certain people pulling a, a side out of you and i wonder if that but i also don't know the temperamental you and you tell me that that exists as well yes like the screaming person oh yeah yeah i don't know that oh either. yeah you don't because i, I only know the disney princess <laughs> who says things like love nuts <laughs> And yeah. calls people a wing ding when she means dingling. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know the screaming you or the. I don't, that I don't true. know that side of you. And you're right. I, I really think that there are different sides. You know, there's totally different sides of people. And mm-hmm. what you know, the people that you surround yourself with will bring certain sides out of you. Like some people will bring the joy and the playfulness out of you, and some people bring the negative side of you. Oh, right? yeah. like, if you've if you've done me wrong, I am an asshole. Like. Yeah. You better watch your back. Like, <laughs> And maybe that's what it is because I, I am no longer cool with you. And it is the yeah. wrong side of Mandy to be on. Maybe like with you, I feel safe to compromise. Because like, I went, you know, when I was doing some of this stuff with the whole stubborn thing, it mm-hmm. talks about how you're unwilling to compromise. Okay. And I think with certain people, you feel safe enough to be vulnerable, to bend a little bit because they bend for you and it's a give and take, right? And the whole reason why this episode started was because yesterday I was having, I was just, I don't even know how to describe what kind of day it was. And maybe it was like the super, super, super temperamental Miley because I had to time out myself. I I, I locked (laughs) myself in my room. I sent myself to my own office because I knew that if I did not send myself to the office and like close the door behind me, I was going to have some kind of, very unprofessional tantrum in the middle of work (laughs) yesterday I'm pretty sure and it made me start to wonder I was like if I don't manage my like if I don't self-regulate myself or self-manage myself it is not going to be a good day for anyone and it's going to not be good uh and then the whole reason why this episode came about was I I decided that I was gonna I just naturally went to Google and I was like I Googled how to not be stubborn (laughs) and it made me think of Mandy because anytime I think I do something funny, I want to tell Mandy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I don't know what it is. I think it's just you're a very funny and witty person and it's one of the many things I love about you, but it's also one of the things that I admire and and I I wish I was funny and witty. I know that I'll never be your kind of funny and witty, but uh, so whenever I think I'm funny, quote funny I always want to tell you that because I'm like do you think it's funny because like I think I'm funny right now so I did find that search hilarious like that's going to be great in your algorithm how and then I also pictured Miley how to not be stubborn and then she's reading it she's like no 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 (laughs) I pictured that as the response you're like not doing that not doing that no yeah Uh, even though I don't know the stubborn side of you I just automatically picture it happening that way I think when I reflect on the moments when I am stubborn, it's because I am holding on to like the principle of some situation. 
I just know it just it's logical this way. Like, why do you not understand? Like, you know, I get frustrated when and I get stubborn in moments where I'm holding on to the principle of a situation. Yeah. I don't know if that was a situation yesterday. I'm still I'm still unpacking my whole behavior (laughs) yesterday, but it prompted me to kind of say, hey, we should talk about stubbornness, maybe because I'm in the process of just unpacking it myself and trying to figure it out myself. So what does JP recall you being stubborn about? Or can you give us an example of a time you were stubborn? I don't personally see myself as a stubborn person. I don't usually like dig my heels in on something. I, uh, yeah, like I won't just be stubborn on something just to be stubborn. I'm pretty, I'm pretty logical and thoughtful. And if Mm -hmm. you present an argument to me that is, that makes more sense than the way I had thought out, whatever it was, I'll usually concede. Like I might not be happy about it. (laughs) I might be like, okay, all right. That makes sense. I think outside of yesterday, I am very similar in that. Like if you are someone that I trust and you present to me with the reasons why I tend to be very either humble or I am I am the first to say I'm so sorry I I was wrong I also am willing to concede and say you know what that's a better way I tend to be that way but I think it's based on how much I trust you Mm -hmm. when it comes to JP thinking I was stubborn I think there was just a lot of opinions that I had that I just was not I was unable to unwilling unwilling to bend on okay and he was jokingly calling me stubborn but the more (laughs) the more him and I get to know each other and we're friends and you know that I don't think he thinks I'm so I think now he just teases me that I'm stubborn I think it could also be so I I have seen you be adamant about certain things but because of the level that I know you I don't think I witness it as stubborn I witness it more as this is this is a specific conviction of yours and it's I usually know the history behind it so I yeah. don't usually see it as stubborn, although I can see someone interpreting it as stubborn. But I know usually you have a conviction because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. There's some sort of more, there's a value behind it for you. Right. And that's what I mean like by the principle value. of yeah. the situation. So, you know, without getting too unprofessional by sharing work-related things, I will share that uh, over the last couple months, I have lost some faith and trust in my team. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I'm not saying like this is what it is, but I'm wondering if it may have led to, because of the loss in faith and trust in my team, it has built some resentment Mm -hmm. in me that has now surfaced as of yesterday and has made me now think like, I don't trust you. So when you give me constructive criticism, I'm going to be defensive and I'm going to be stubborn about my principles because at the end of the day, and this is where I think I'm getting a little unhealthy. Okay. Not not if I'm if I'm already not unhealthy, this is where I'm definitely unhealthy. Well, that order of things sounds unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. So carry um, on. Is where I, I in my head I'm thinking, uh, I'm the director. Oh. So at the end of the day, I still have some level of authority or my opinion still matters even if you disagree disagree okay and so but during all of that I'm also trying to balance and figure out my own leadership style Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be accommodating and compromising and willing to listen to everyone's ideas to uh, celebrate people's successes and to know that I'm not always going to be right 
to have humility in being a leader. Yeah. And so I struggle with that. But the piece that I was thinking about was because I've lost trust and faith in my team, a series of events have happened over the last couple of weeks that have just made me not be willing to compromise in a lot of things. And is there a level of impatience? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I think that's why I was like, I was like, oh, I should read into like, am I being stubborn? What's going on? Like, like, why am I acting and behaving the way that I don't think I usually do? Yeah. Right? When you text me that, I did say, uh, that's a funny Google search. Also, I said, you know, if you want to come out and have a glass of wine, I invited you out. And then I suggested, you know, you have something, you, you know, you either have a resentment to let go of or an acceptance yeah. to make peace with and then let go. Yep. So it's either a, a resentment that you need to confront within yourself and this person and maybe just say, you know, I resent this, that this happened and I've, you know, I've put it in, maybe you don't even, maybe it's not even an amends to talk to about the person or people. Maybe it's just in your head like, oh, I'm having a resentment about this and maybe there's something else you need to talk to them about. I know some of the, obviously I used to work there, so I know that team. I know that can be a challenge. And I think a mediator is probably the only way that's going to happen. And even then, some of those people, it's going to land on deaf ears. But getting out, I think, your side of it and having someone else there who can help lead you to whether or not other parties follow through with the ending, however, you know, it comes together, at least it's out. And then it's it's sort of documented and it's out there and it's been aired. It's been given room to breathe. It's not stuffed down inside of anyone or everyone. Everyone has their side probably buried deep in them. And hence the resentment, hence the sticking your head in the sand and refusing to sort of move past whatever it is. I'm not ready yet. Everything you say <laughs> is totally true. And I get it from a logical perspective. And I think this is one of the first things I just want to highlight as we're going through this, kind of like the the journey that I'm going on right now is, you know, one of the things that they say to overcome or to not be so stubborn is to identify people that you're willing to listen to. And that's why I immediately was willing to share with you because Mm -hmm. I knew that anything you would share with me, I would be able to really hear it. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are probably people at work, if if someone at work said the same thing you said yesterday, I would not hear it. I do not have the patience to hear it from someone that I don't trust, if that makes sense. So one of the ways that you would overcome stubbornness is to identify someone that you are willing to listen to if they were to okay. give you advice and or a time that you can listen. And so by the time I had reached out to you, it had been about eight hours and you of had already me decided just you were being, being silly. Yeah, I've already been, I, I, all day I had already decided that I was being a, a stubborn mess, whatever it is, you know, and I could argue that maybe I, I am being adamant. I could argue, like, give me an adjective and I could probably argue <laughs> that I, I, I was being that way. Yeah. So whether it's adamant or stubborn or convict, like, you know, in Convicted. my, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like there's a lot of different ways I could spin it. But I wanted to be as honest as I could. And I usually will go to the worst case scenario, which was like, you know, is this a bad behavior, or unhealthy behavior People that I'm... People ask me, is this good or is this bad yeah. a lot? And I immediately just say no to almost either one. Like, if, is this a bad thing? When anybody asks me, is this a bad thing? Is that a bad thing? I just go, no. Because I struggle with judging 
our behaviors. I just think it is what it is. Yep. So you're never going to hear me go, that's a bad thing. You'll hear me go, that's just what you're experiencing right now. It is not you. It's just you aren't the you're experiencing you aren't your, your thoughts. Yeah. Like yeah. it's you're allowed to have yeah. this and you're allowed to be that and move through it. That's healthy. You're right in that because as I was reading up how to not be stubborn, it was talking about how characteristics aren't inherently like all bad or all good. There's pluses and minuses. So I read a little bit on like times or situations when being stubborn is actually a good thing too. And I think in my exploration, I was trying to figure out like, am I being stubborn? And if I am being stubborn, do I have good reason to be or do I not have good reason to be? Like, is this, what are the goods and the bads about me being stubborn in this moment in time or on this particular day? That's why I was trying to find people that I could trust. I ended up talking with you and I ended up talking with my friend Connie Chu. She's one of my mentors. Nice. And I ended up talking with Ellen. So you three people were the people that I was like, I'm having some kind of mental breakdown today because it is all just piling up on me. I feel like Connie's a good one to turn to because of a cultural... Yeah, cultural and... understand some of that. And she's been in the professional culture that I'm in right now. And it's one of the reasons why she ended up leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was just really helpful. Like finding somebody that you are able to listen to and willing to listen to and a time because by the time I had reached out to all three of you it had been later on the day because in my head I was thinking I need to figure it out on my own at first and I was so fired up I couldn't talk to anybody yeah another way to overcome stubbornness was to identify like are you being stubborn as a way to protect yourself I was going to suggest that as well I was thinking why are you so activated into Mm -hmm. feeling the need to hold on to something so tightly That was the next thing that came to my head was, what's activating you? Why do you feel like you need to hold on to this with such a death grip Mm -hmm. and you're scared to let it go? What's the fear behind it? Yeah. And when you talk about the fear, there's always this concept of like insecurity that creeps in. Right. And when I experienced this situation yesterday morning with a certain particular coworker, uh, I think my insecurity came in because... I recognize in the moment that what he was telling me was had some truth to it. And I even acknowledged it in the moment. I said, you know, I can totally see where you're coming from. But let me share with you my experience or my perspective. Mm -hmm. But he was unwilling to understand my perspective. So then I got upset and defensive even more that I was understanding his perspective, but he was not willing to understand my perspective. And then when I explained to him the reason he in a way told me that I was wrong and I got even more upset and defensive. So then I just ended the conversation right there. And in my mind, like I don't, that's not a interaction that I feel good about. Like I don't like to shut down. Like, yeah, I don't like to shut down. I don't like to walk away. I don't like to not be able to have a conversation an open and honest conversation. But like I said, it goes back to, The last few months, I've lost a lot of faith and trust in all of my team members that I work closely with. And it was it was very hard yesterday to not have that open and honest communication like I've always wanted to, like I've had before this whole situation. So recognizing that maybe I was being stubborn because I was trying to protect whatever insecurity or fears that I was having in that moment. You're trying to protect some. It sounds like you were trying to protect something you really believed in. And someone wasn't able to see that. Yeah. So I think, yes. I mean, I appreciate you to recognize that because I think I was trying to. But then at the end of the day, I also know that I need to bend a little bit to. Yeah, everything yeah. is a collaborative experience. It's like this is 
this is where I come from. This is the reason my my lens, so to speak, this is the reason I see it this way. This is the reason it it scares me for X, Y, and Z, or it concerns me that, you know, there could be a poor outcome because of X, Y, and Z. So it's under, yeah, that's, that's tough though if somebody doesn't acknowledge your side. That's yeah. difficult. One of the other things that I realized too, in reading about how to get over stubbornness, it also suggests that you identify when your stubbornness is at its worst. Mm-hmm. So identifying those situations when you do feel that you're extra, extra stubborn and trying to figure out like what about that caused you to feel that way. And I think I was very triggered by the fact that he was right and he was very stuck on being right and he was unwilling to hear my side. And that really just made me, am I also not right? Like I'm not a person who thinks that there is only one right way. And I'm also a person who understands that you can perceive things differently. And so if I say something and you perceive it a different way or you perceive the way that is not intended by me, I will still acknowledge that that's how you feel and that you're not wrong in feeling that way. But I'll also share my intention and hope that you understand my intention in addition to your perception of what I just shared with you. And I don't think he, he gave me that. And I think that's what made me even more stubborn. My problem is when people think they're right and they're unwilling to hear my side. Yeah. So when you first text me this and you're like, maybe we should talk about it. So I started thinking about being stubborn and in my head, it correlated with the being open to influence which is what you're talking about right now. And I think it was the Mark Groves podcast or his Create the Love Instagram account that I heard him and I'm not sure whose work he was citing. I'm sure it was someone's because he's a real nerd for leaders and thought leaders in that space. And he mentioned a quality in people that is attractive and it's one that I am really attracted to. And it's the quality of being open to influence. And what that means is not being a not being a doormat, not being yeah. someone that yeah. is influenced and does everything that anyone suggests. What it is, is being willing to listen to others' ideas, invite and consider alternative viewpoints, yeah. like actually considering them. Adam Grant is uh, writes a book. Oh my gosh, what? I can't remember the name of his book now. Adam Grant is fantastic. But Adam Grant writes about this kind of stuff too. And it's really just being willing to listen and consider what you think you know. Yes. An an alternative to what you think you know. Because we all think we know what we know until new information presents itself. And it can be true for you at one time. New information can present a day, a month, a year, 10 years later, and what you knew is no longer your truth or the truth at all. Yeah. So with constantly gathering new information your truth and your beliefs and what you know will change if you are a person who is open to influence to me it's incredibly unattractive it's not the type of person I'm interested in being around if they're stuck in their viewpoints Mm -hmm. and their ideas and there's no gray yeah if it's this or that that's not the type of person I'm excited about because I love discussing ideas and views and why we see things from different angles and how we got there. It's sort of like proofs in geometry. It's like, tell me how you got there. Yeah. You know? So to me, influence was what I thought of when you said this. And a person who's not open to influence or discussion is not only frustrating, but it's just 
it's not exciting. It's not how you build. So I Googled, honestly, I Googled being open to influence because I was trying to find the person where I got this from, but it does literally say make use of others, skills and expertise by displaying openness. You begin to build respect and trust with others and that will increase your influence. So this other person not being willing to take in new information and consider it, like truly consider it, they don't realize that they are then less influential and less impactful in the ways that they probably hope to be. Yeah, no, you said it so well. And and I think that's why I struggle when I meet people. And when I say I meet people, not like, hello, how are you? Like my yeah. name is Miley. <laughs> like I meet people in places where they are not open to influence when I, I and again, I might be, I mean, I, I think I'm self-aware enough to say like, I think I'm a person who is very open to influence and I love to hear ideas and I'm open to it. And I want to be the kind of leader at work that that listens to everyone's ideas and, and is open to trying new things. Mm-hmm. And I and maybe that's why I got so stubborn yesterday is because I feel like in the last year that I've been director, I have been a big cheerleader for my team to share ideas and to be open to possibilities. And in the last few months, I have been met with a lot of stubbornness from other people in my team. And I've gotten to a place where I can't trust that they, I don't know what the, the, the situation is, but for some reason that we are not there's meeting and yeah, there's a wall or something that is preventing ideas to flow and an openness and a willingness to be positively influenced by each other. Mm-hmm. So now my patience, when I, when I meet somebody at that place where they're not being open, I immediately shut down and I, you've sort of, so I'm I'm therapizing you Thank right you. now, but it's you're coming at it and you're you're already writing the ending sort of before you even get to present your side of the thing. You've already written the ending. So I do I do caution people against that. Yeah. Being careful. Don't I really don't like if I'm and this has happened to me in dating t- types of relationships, even in some friendships. This happened in the past where people wouldn't invite me places because they just they're pretty sure I'm busy. Ah, so they wouldn't yeah. invite me. And I'm like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> like, Don't make up my mind for me. If it's something you think I would enjoy or I might want to do, just invite me and I'll let you know if I can make it. But I really don't like in romantic relationships, this has happened to me where it's mm. like people have made up my mind for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really don't like that. Like you've written the ending for me. You haven't even given me the opportunity to be to partake in the discussion or be a part of it you've written the ending and that's obnoxious yeah like I really don't like and that. I think that's where my stubbornness comes in because the moment I feel like you've already decided for me or you've not given me the chance to share my opinion or my side mm-hmm. I get impatient and I get you know, then what's the point in me expending energy to try to, because now it's not explaining myself or contributing to a conversation. It's now me defending myself, trying to change your mind about me. I mean, is this an opportunity where you could say, when you feel like they're already shutting down, is there an opportunity to say, I understand, like, I can feel like you're shutting down. Can you just hear me out on this and consider it? before you stonewall it or before you disregard it. Can I feel you shutting down a little bit? 
Can you hear me out before you shut it down completely? And there may have been an opportunity to say that, but I, I, I don't know if it was all the way to stonewalling necessarily. It was more so just very adamant in his opinion. Mm-hmm. And no matter any perspective I shared, mm. he was still very set on his opinion about me. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's very similar with a lot of other coworkers as well. And so I think for me, I, when I felt that strong emotion, I put myself in timeout in my office because I didn't want to. Why do you think you're being stubborn in the moment? Because it sounds like the other person yeah. has some stubbornness. Well, that in my head last yesterday, that's how I felt. So I locked myself in my office and I, I, I was wondering, like in my head, I'm like, am I being self-sabotaging? Because am I shutting down mm-hmm. and potentially sabotaging an opportunity to build a relationship or to deepen a relationship or try to understand? Yeah. Uh, and it's happened multiple times in the last few months with other coworkers. Okay. Uh, and so that's why, like, again, one of the things that that's recommended to overcome stubbornness is taking a step back and determining or asking yourself like, is you being stubborn self-sabotaging? Right. And so I had to kind of step back and consider that idea. Okay. I haven't decided what, but (laughs) it is something to consider. I mean, you're 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 gathering information right now. The Mm -hmm. important part here is that you're, you see the pattern Mm -hmm. and you're looking at your side of the street yeah, I'm trying to. And that's, I mean, that's with anything. I think that's what we encourage a lot on our show is recognizing the uncomfortable feeling, trying to identify it. Where is it coming from? And then what part do I have in this? Yeah. Where Where am I coming from here? Am I bringing story or am I bringing fact to the situation? Like, am I living in story and emotion or am I basing this out of fact? Because that's, I mean, we're human. Human's going to human. We yeah. we live in stories. We've talked recent episodes about situationships that like relationships with men that exist only in our heads. When yes. <laughs> we've never had dates with them. You know what I mean? And that stuff happens. Human's going to human. We And our brain doesn't know the difference between story and fact. So it's really important to take a step back and go, what is fact? What is fiction? What's the story I'm telling myself about this? And what do I need to let go of Yeah, to move it forward? You're so right about that. And I think some of the stories that get a little gray in my head is the workplace culture that we have, mm-hmm. it can be a little gray at times in terms of like friendship versus professional relationships. Sure. And one of the internal struggles I've had is when I was a director, I was really close friends with a lot of my team members. Mm-hmm. Since I've become director... There's a power dynamic now and I'm still trying to figure out my way through all of that. And what can happen human nature is when I make a decision for the team or when we've made a decision and I had a big part in a decision that affects the whole team and maybe they're not happy with it, it can affect my friendship relationship with them. And I've struggled with trying to maintain both a professional relationship, but also a friendship relationship with some of my coworkers. And it, I maybe maybe that's one of the the internal struggles I've I've had to to deal with. And mm-hmm. it's again just part one on one other piece of the puzzle that I'm still like, sorting through. If you didn't work there, would you be friends with those people? Maybe not. Maybe not. 
Can you be friendly in the office? Yes. But that takes everybody's, you know, getting over themselves, so to speak. Like, and I understand that because the way I moved through the, the way I moved through positions when I was in that space, being on a level that was sort of the same as everybody else and friendly. And then all of a sudden I was a supervisor of 14 people or what 10 yeah. whatever it was at the time it was a smaller group because we only had half the crew there so suddenly being a supervisor in the dynamic was a shift and I'm like <laughs> like I mean I remember one employee who she saw herself out <laughs> <laughs> but I remember struggling with her so early on in the beginning and being like what is this like what are you doing huh like, yeah. this isn't, this wasn't a dynamic that existed before, or if it did, I never saw it. And I knew her previous supervisor and I was like, what are you doing? This isn't a problem. This isn't a thing. If this continues, like, this is how it works. Like, there are some things in offices that are just cut and dry. Like, this is how this is. And this is how this is. And this is how this is. If there's something that I'm missing, fill me in. Otherwise... I'm kind of at an impasse here. I'm going to have to get HR involved because I'm not sure where to take this to fix what's going on. Yeah. Um, sometimes those people see themselves out. Some of those people in the, you know, in that dynamic, there was not a lot of that. And I understand I had people mad at me for things that I didn't know I did wrong a lot. You know, and I and appreciate was- you sharing that because um, <laughs> maybe that's one of the reasons why I've lost trust and faith in my teens because they've been mad at me for a lot of things that are completely out of my control these past couple months. Yeah. And I think in my mind, I'm thinking it doesn't make sense for you to exert so much energy to be mad at me and to not talk to me yeah. over something that's not even like I understand if I did something wrong. Right. I mean, I would do something that was well within my job description, my rights, my whatever you want to call it, well within my abilities. Cleaning my desk, throwing away things that were just basically taking up space, me not wanting to be a pack rat. And I would have people super salty with me and like, I'm not going to apologize for doing things that make the work experience better just because you didn't like it. Like if you wanted it, get rid of it, put it in your space. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like I threw other people's stuff away, but there was, I remember instances where I would do things and then I would be getting the cold shoulder and I'm like, I wouldn't even know I was getting the cold shoulder because I am incredibly aloof, (laughs) you guys. Like, I'm like, if you don't, this is like the hitting on me thing. If I don't know I'm being hit on, I don't know you're mad at me. Like if I don't tell you I'm hitting on you directly, you don't know that I am. Yeah. And if you don't tell me you're mad at me, it takes a lot for me to go, the fuck is your problem? Yeah. By the time I figure it out, you're probably real mad. (laughs) No. And and maybe that's what it is too, because I'm the, I'm very, I think I'm very professional in that if you're mad at me, I'm still going to talk to you professionally. I'm not going to yeah. joke around yeah. with you, but I'm still going to talk to like, you, hey, converse with you. I'm going yeah, to, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. we are still professionals here. Yeah. You can be mad at me, but we are still working yeah, together. We can still do our job. Uh, but, I, but when people are mad at me, they just don't talk to me. <laughs> and, and then so... part of it is like people were mad at me for just me suggesting ideas. Like I had the nerve, apparently, like it was me that had the nerve to suggest ideas on ways to improve the workplace. 
How and dare I think you? that's the where my resentment comes in. Like I've yeah. been like people have been giving me the cold shoulder multiple times. Anytime I've tried to suggest ideas to the problems that we have that we're all trying to solve, apparently like yeah. And then I think I've gotten to a place where, and that's why I say like, is it that I'm stubborn? Is it that I have resentment? Is it that I don't understand? I, I just don't understand. And so I, that's why like, I felt like, you know, maybe I should just time, time out myself. And then I started Googling, trying to figure out. Am I stubborn? Like what is like, am, am I in the wrong? What's going on? And so, but all that to say that, it, you know, it was a good exercise in learning about stubbornness and a, a good reminder that there's good and bad things about every kind of characteristic. Sometimes it's yeah. good to be stubborn in cases where you need to defend yourself sure. for whatever reason, like you're Safety. being sued or, yes. you know, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I, I, Maybe you're fighting for your right for something. Maybe mm -hmm. you're fighting for your right to, to speak up, yeah. to have an opinion. Maybe those are things that you should be stubborn about. You should be firm in your conviction when you believe in something so strong. That's not a bad thing. No. Uh, but I think you bringing up the topic of being open to influence is definitely uh, insightful for me because that's I feel like that's what I've been struggling with for all these months that, you know, have, like I said, for lack of a better word, kind of built some resentment in me because I feel like I'm trying to be open, but other people are not. Yeah. And, you know, understanding coworkers and friends and people around you who you're struggling with, it's like, I know change is difficult. Yes. I know, you know, I know this person really struggles with change. I know this person really struggles with letting go of control. Yes. I know this person really struggles with this. And just heading that off right at the top of the argument, like I know that it is difficult for you or you struggle when X, Y, and Z. And like kind of saying that at the top yeah. sometimes. I mean, I know one person who struggles with insecurity and being valued at work and the fear of being replaced at work. Yeah. But if I say that to their face at the top of the conversation, <laughs> I've already lost. <laughs> They're already activated. I mean, yes. and then there are people you just have to be aware of that are not as emotionally intelligent as we would like them to be. Yeah. And I mean, you know, uh, there were some people that were so bad in that back in the day when I was there that they also saw themselves out because I was like, how many times? I mean, there's only yeah. so many times we're going to have this fight. And that's the thing, right? As a leader, I'm still trying to figure out how to gauge and see my team members as human beings with different needs, mm -hmm. different values, different insecurities and fears, and try to balance all of that as we try to solve problems on inefficiency, on patient care, on yeah. student learning. And I know that I can't make everyone happy. Yeah. But I think I struggle when the, there's an obvious solution, but people are offended or people get their feelings hurt yeah. or people are so scared of letting go or adapting to change that they are unwilling to embrace the change that could easily make things in my mind, of course, make things more efficient. Right. Uh, I'm so business and professional oriented. Like yeah. I don't, I've gotten to a place and maybe you're right. Like I've gotten to a place in my career where I'm not going to get my feelings hurt when things don't go right. 
but I'm like, or failure. Yeah. Like you're not fearing failure. Yeah. You're like, like for, let's try it. Exactly. See if it works. Exactly. If it doesn't, we'll go back then, to the yeah. way it was till we figure out something new. Right. I've yeah. gotten to that place. And, and I also have gotten to a place where I know that if we fail, I'm not going to lose my job. Right. And I wonder and maybe. other person, I mean, it sounds like no one gets fired around there, first of all. Exactly. So but, you're, they're living in a really fucked up version of reality that's just not reality. Yeah. That's a really odd space to be. Um, yeah. And, so and just, there's the fear of being replaced, right? There's always yeah. that fear that someone else is going to come along and do a better job than you. But that's the thing about our work culture. Like no one in, in our work <laughs> is going to get fired. It's hard to, to get fired. But two, everyone on, on the team brings so much value. Right. There is no one I could find to replace you. Right. Like I am asking for your help because there, like, there's no one that can replace you. So there's no need. And it, maybe that's the, the logical side of me. It's like there's no need to fear. Right. But so I if can't. if you weren't afraid of being let go. Yeah. How does this look? Yeah. You know? But I can't ask but, yeah. that question I directly. I know. <laughs> and I think that's why I get so, I, I get, I struggle so much. Yeah. And then I get stubborn apparently. Or I get, <laughs> you know, so like I just go around and around. I'm trying to psychoanalyze myself and therapuse myself. Therapuse? Therapize. Therapize myself. Yeah. Yeah. But this was a good, you know, exercise to kind of explore. And I think it, I was so fired up that when I Googled it, it made me chuckle and it helped me feel a little bit better <laughs> that I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that at 3 p.m. in the afternoon on a workday, I'm Googling how to not be stubborn and and I need help from Google on this. You know, channel a little bit of that former director. Get a little <laughs> kumbaya in your afternoon. Hi, Chihuahua. Maybe that'll help. But yeah, and then chatting with you is always, always makes me feel better. So yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I hope this episode helped some people. If you're stubborn, <laughs> I hope it helps you. If you're not stubborn, give us some tips on how to not be stubborn. I wonder if anybody would call me stubborn. I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I don't think that stubborn is a state of like constant, like constant, right? Like I think that there are going to be situations and instances and topics maybe in life where we are going to be stubborn about something and then situations where we're not stubborn. I think it's just all situational. Mm-hmm. So that like, you know, if we really believe in something, we're probably going to be stubborn about it. Like truly believe in uh, uh, unwilling to like move our stance, even after listening to other ideas or perspectives. Maybe you have to be stubborn in that situation. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really romantic about things in that way. Like I don't get mm. attached to the the way, Mm. the journey. Like Mm. it's it's uh, if I know where I'm going, I don't get too attached to the way I have to get there. Does that that make sense? sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because if I'm going to try one way and it might not work, I'm going to have to try a different way. So I try not to get, I call that romantic. Like I don't get romantically attached. Like I don't get romantic about the how. It's just getting it done. And if somebody tells me a better way or I try one way and it fails, okay, guess I got to do this a different way. But stubborn, I don't think I'm super stubborn. I don't, I don't, (laughs) I'm going to be stubborn about not being stubborn. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thanks for listening and being here for me. We would love to hear what other people have to say about being stubborn. Yeah. How has it worked out for you and how has it not worked oh, out for yeah. you? I have a feeling yes. we'll get a lot more of the latter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share. Please share. Absolutely. Let me know that I'm not alone in my stubbornness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think you're being stubborn. I think you're 
em- emotionally pushed to the brink by a group Maybe. of stubborn people. Yeah. <laughs> That's, thank you. I was, I was kind of having fun too. <laughs> I didn't want to say it because I want to try to practice like humility and I want to try to practice like making sure that I'm not the problem or that I'm doing my part in being collaborative and maybe this is a situation where you just ride it out Mm -hmm. and say you know this is the way the team has chosen to play it it's not the way I suggested it's not how I want it to be but this is the way the team has chosen to play this one and it is what it is yeah no, that actually was on the table. That's that's what I've been contemplating for a long time right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I really appreciate that you bring that up because now I feel like, oh, OK, the thoughts that swim around in my head aren't that wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it can be really hard to implement change in workplace in particular. Yeah, I and I know a lot of that group. So I understand the struggles as having led it for a while from Mm -hmm. the back office standpoint. And just, you know, at some point there's some things where like, this is just the way we have to do it. Yeah. Like, I understand it's going to be difficult. Let me know how I can support you in the new way we're doing things. Yeah. I I, I pulled that a couple times in the last couple months. Didn't go so well either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Honestly, having someone who has that. Yeah. EQ as well and is able to be influential on people is a really I'm not tooting my own horn here but I am but it's it's a skill set that's really hard to find yeah and it's a skill set that you know you have and you brought to the team and the work environment it was fun being there the other day oh I'm glad I'm glad I loved that I brought mister with me Des yeah and you uh I was like I'm purposely not going to tell Miley that he's coming. Did you see how excited I got? Like, yeah, I even jumped. Uh, so I didn't tell him that I didn't tell you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't tell you that I was bringing him. And I was I did that for both of you. I was how like, funny. Miley's going to be so excited. And then when he sees how excited he gets, that will be flattering for him. <laughs> it was like my little good deed of the Aww, day that I did just good. like all quiet. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was like so excited to see him because oh. you came out behind the hallway first. Yeah. And then when I got closer to you, he came out and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> you were like, ah, and you did a little run in place, like a little jig, a little jig, a little happy dance. It was cute. I was like, that's her happy dance. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. I like him a lot. Yeah. Let's yeah. hang out more. Des and 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 your little one yes she adored you (laughs) I love her yeah I just want to play around with her and yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay yeah cool thanks Mandy and thanks everyone thanks all love you love you too and as a final note if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify it is truly helpful to our little show And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week.